This is Faith. And this is Anna. And this is Let's Just Go For One, a podcast about kind of normal women talking about kind of normal things. This is our dedication to all the good feels that come from just spending even just a half hour with your bestie. All topics include celebrities, to motherhood, to marriage, to divorce, to wellness, astrology, and the latest beauty trends. Whether you're at your desk, in your car, working out, or just enjoying some alone time. Hey, Faith. Hey, Anna. Let's just go for one. And I would be okay with it. We made an entire playlist. Oh my for god, this podcast—it's so great! Like we're just gonna—we couldn't choose just three, so we're gonna keep—we're gonna keep, gonna we're gonna keep putting them in. We said uh, we're gonna be like the Jack Jams. Yes, yes, like the playlist. Jack Jams 2020. Yeah, 2020. <laughs> we're just gonna keep playing songs like that the whole time. Hey guys, this is Faith. I'm Anna, and this is Let's Just Go for One. Ooh. So we technically have been doing episodes like every other week. Uh We've been trying to do two week periods so Uh that we can keep up with them. But this week, so much happened. So much that like, I think it was last night. Anna's like, do you want to do an episode tomorrow? And I was like, I was literally going to ask you the same thing. Yes. Yeah. And that's because I had so many brilliant ideas for my weight watts and everything that I was like, let's do it. And then today I forgot (laughs) them all. Why you write them down. (laughs) And write them down. But so here we are. And we officially have a new president-elect and madam vice president. Oh, I just got chills again. (laughs) This is so great. Which is very exciting. And honestly, it's just a relief to have all of this election done. Well, it's not done. They're going to recount them all. And then it's going to go to the Supreme Court. But they have by December 15th. Yes. So sort of done. I thought it was December 6th. December 6th? Oh, I don't know. Or it might be December 11th. Let's just keep throwing them uh, out. Mid-ish December. Mid-ish. <laughs> we should know. Mid-ish December. <laughs> All I want for Christmas is to know who our president-elect is. Oh. Yep.
That's like a long intro to that. I mean, what the hell was that like the remix? Jesus. What in the Well, hell? I know you guys think that song is for Kamala, which it kind of is, but it also a little bit. A little bit. is about someone coming out of her dating <laughs> hibernation. And it's not me. Spoiler alert. Oh, wait. No. First of all, follow up from last week's episode. Yeah. If you haven't listened to it, I did have that Zoom call and he was super dreamy. <laughs> also still married. So, so we're going to really quick before we uh, get into other topics. So uh, major shout out to Amber Clausen. So we had our shopping episode last week with Ooh. the wonderful, beautiful, talented, humorous, witty Emily uh, Saramac. What a little baby angel. She's I like the her. full package. She really is. Yeah. Yeah. She's the best. So I went to Target today mm-hmm. with Amber Clausen and she goes, make sure you open the app and you scan everything. I go, what? She was, you scan everything. I, I just want to say that I actually felt visi- like actual physical nauseousness because I just spent like a lot of money there two weeks ago mm-hmm. and all the times I spend too much money at Target and I never knew this hack. And I'm like nauseous to think of how much money I could be saving. She goes, when you go into Target, you have the Target app, okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to open it and show you. Is it the wheel thing or is no. it just Target? No, it's circle. You can have circle. circle. But no, this oh, is huge. And, and I'm telling you this is a hack because this is to follow up our shopping episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you go into the Target app, there's a barcode thing. And it, you scan a barcode. It'll say scan a barcode. Yeah. As you shop, as you are shopping, you scan everything into here, okay? Uh-huh. Then it starts to add it. If anything is cheaper online, it gives you the online price instead of the in-store price. Five things in my cart today were cheaper online. So then when you're done, you scan everything. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you scan everything. And then at the end, you say request barcode. Then it gives you a barcode. You go up to the register. You have them scan your barcode and it marks everything down in your cart that's regular price to the online sale price. Today, I bought like 10 things and like four of them were cheaper online and I got the online price. That is amazing. And one was like a sweater, a sweatshirt, like basic things. What? Christmas decorations. <gasps> I don't want to talk about it because I dropped a lot of money a couple weeks ago on Christmas <laughs> decorations and I'm a little upset. But yeah, so you get the Target app, oh you open God. up the scanner. We did it at cash out because I didn't know about it. And so then we had like this millennial teenager who I'm like, hold on, I'm being a suburban mom. I have to scan everything. And he was like, oh, but then I saved so much money. That's crazy. And then it automatically links them to your circle account when they scan the barcode. So you don't even have to type your phone number in. That's crazy. But literally, you as you shop, keep scanning the whole time. Yeah. And if it's cheaper online, and it pops up right away, tells you if it's cheaper online, it creates a barcode for you to get scanned at the end to give you the online pricing for everything in your cart. That is cuckoo. So you're welcome. That adds on to our shopping episode. That was an amazing discovery. <laughs> Way to go, Amber. That was my wait what. Major shout out to Amber Claus. And I bought her oh Starbucks God. at the end just to thank her for teaching me that hack. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. Oh, that is a great <laughs> hack. I know. So I'm totally gonna do yeah. it. Um Faith. <laughs> Here we go. Can we talk about Erica Jane and Tom Gerardi <gasps> first? Okay. 
Well, I have some inside scoop because you know I can't. What I can't. Fu- I can't. How do, do any- you have inside scoop? You don't know anybody who knows. Because that. as soon as I hear something, I Google in podcasts and I listen to like twenty podcasts <laughs> about the topic. And so I you have de- inside public scoop. I have inside public scoop, but sure. I I like deep clean my house today, so mm-hmm. I listen to podcasts. That's a great idea. Okay, so there's two like kind of running theories right now oh right which i think i told you a little bit now granted they have a very unconventional marriage everyone's like well their marriage was unconventional no shit anyone knew that like there's no i mean she's like what 49 it was like a business relationship Mm -hmm. he's 106 she's 52 i'm sorry 51 and he's 33 years older so he is 84 106 yeah cool that's how (laughs) math goes that's right in gold digging math that's exactly the way it adds up so um there's two floating rumors out there and one i really do believe the one rumor is is that apparently tom girardi right now has a handful of lawsuits against him mm-hmm. and but he has a lawyer like why i don't know i mean uh, i have a lot of questions yeah i have a lot of questions on that too but there's like multiple people suing him right now for certain things like okay. bad business deals whatever <gasps> yeah so Girardi's shady yeah so people are saying that him and erica jane are getting a divorce so he can give her 60 percent of her assets which would also be his assets mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so that mm-hmm. way the people who are suing him will not be able to sue him for his total net worth smart that actually makes a lot of sense and anyone that knows them knows that they've been very much a business deal marriage from the beginning oh my god He's being sued for fraud and I, for stealing money. I know. Like, this is, a, I'm telling you, I've, I listened to a lot of podcasts and deep dived way in to find this information out. This is crazy. He <laughs> is being, I'm so glad he's being sued by this guy for like three and five million dollars. No, I know. So everybody is saying that because, I mean, let's face it, if you've ever watched The Housewives, Erica and Tom have very much been a business marriage. Yeah. It makes sense that he's like, can you please divorce me? Take half of my assets, if not more. And then Erica, Erica, if anything, like there's a lot of things Erica is, but amazing being one of them but she's incredibly respectful she Mm -hmm. would never bite the hand that feeds her to Mm -hmm. be honest she knows she has everything in her life because of him Mm -hmm. and and if he asked her to do this i 100 can see her saying absolutely what do you need me to do right because he really did give her so much of what she has yeah and their marriage has been a business relationship there's rumors out there of cheating of this i hate to say this but to be very honest i think that erica and tom's marriage is so unconventional from the beginning that if either of them were cheating i don't think the other one would care i think i I think they'd be okay with it because he's 84 i don't think he's doing what he needs to be doing in the bed yes pretty sure right so the other weird thing, which we can talk about really quick because um, that people are speculating, but is pure speculation. And I don't believe this one. Mm-hmm. Erica was partners with Gleb on Dancing with the Stars, mm-hmm. who's now actually partnered with Chriselle and Gleb's it's, wife. I don't know any of these. People. This is huge. Go She's ahead. from Selling Sunset. I love her. She okay. was married to Justin Hartley from This Is Us and he divorced her and <gasps> made her okay. move out. And like, yeah, it was bad. <clears throat> okay. So. Um, his wife just posted a photo, like a cryptic quote, pretty much saying you turned into everything I thought you'd never be and then filed for divorce. And then publicly, she herself stated it's because of years of infidelity on his part. So people are saying that he is dating Chriselle because they are very, very, very touchy feeling and very sexual. Mm -hmm. But I, okay, because again, I'm 
fucking crazy, did a deep <laughs> dive on Gleb's past partners. And he does like choreographed dances almost every season. He has a dance with a girl on a bed. Like he's very sexual anyways. I'm like, I don't know. if I mean, clearly he's hitting something. On right. The side. So I'm like, even if it is or is not Chriselle, like mm-hmm. she said years in her statement. And right. I think it's more than that. Well, anyways, people are speculating because Erica Jane was Gleb's last dance partner before Chriselle. Mm-hmm. And Erica filed for divorce the same day as his wife filed for divorce. Oh, that is interesting. So, but I, 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 I hate feel like to say it. I think that's though. honest to God coincidence. Yeah. I don't think she's with Glub. She's always wanted older. She always says older men are her thing. So mm-hmm. I don't think, mm-hmm. I, I personally don't think that's true. I think that's just coincidental speculation. Um, But that's just me. But I did some some serious digging because apparently uh, I need a life. I'm so impressed with you. No, I am so impressed with you right now. I love that so much. Thank you for doing that. Okay. Um, I was I don't even have anything to follow up with because I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm so glad we talked about this though because I actually did research on this. I know. Unlike my weight what, which I totally <laughs> forgot. Yesterday I had a weight what, and I was like, this is brilliant. Like, oh. I felt like Doc from Back to the Future. Like, this oh is going to be the answer to all of my questions in life. Like, I had the best weight what yeah. today? Don't don't remember. That's, That's called crazy. motherhood and yeah. mid-30s. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't get better. <laughs> um, I've got a weight what. So I went to, we'll just say, a store today by me. And <laughs> I was looking for pots because I repotted a bunch of plants because hashtag this is 40. And what I, I thought do, you I- meant pot pot. I was like, you can't buy that at a store. True. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) yet. (laughs) Yes. Correct. Correct. So I was repotting plants that I killed because that's my Sunday, guys. No big deal. (laughs) So I go into the store and I find two pots, super cute pots. So not the point. So I'm going to cash (laughs) out and there's a teenager cashing me out. And he's like, there's no price tag on this pot. I go, Oh, yeah, I totally forgot about that. I said, okay. He goes, is there another pot you want? I go, no, I want that one. (laughs) He goes, was there another one like this? I go, no. I go, there was a bigger one of that version because I bought two. Right. He goes, okay, let's let's go take a look. So we leave to go take a look in the aisle and I'm like, there's no other pots. Oh, I go, the bigger one is $14.99. He goes, okay. So we go back to the register. Meanwhile, there's a woman waiting behind me, right? Oh, she must have been thrilled. Oh, well, the best part is this woman had gotten in my way like three times in the store <laughs> because there's clearly arrows in the aisles that Mark- tell you markings. which way to go. Sure. She did not obey any of them. Well, karma. so every time karma. we bumped into each other. So she's waiting at the register. I'm like, nice try, bitch. Move along. <laughs> Move along. Back that ass up. Exactly. So we get to the register and he's like, did you, did you want to get that other pot? I'm like, oh, what are you talking about? Like, I want this one, Maybe man. He actually smoked pot <laughs> before his shift. That's too much pot. I'm not kidding you, Faith. He goes, do you want to get the bigger one? And then I'll scan that. I go, okay, sure. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just going to buy this one too. So I come up with the pot and he scans it and he goes, okay, like 32 something. And I'm like, that math isn't right. And then I look and I'm like, where the fuck is the bigger pot? 
Where's the bigger pot? He fucking put it away. He would not <laughs> sell me the pot without the thing on it. I'm like, bro, you, what are you going to do with this thing? Oh. Like, just give me the damn pot. Just pick a fucking number at this point. I don't oh even care. God. Oh, my God. So then. <laughs> Please tell me you asked if you could speak to his manager. No, of course not. <laughs> are you kidding me? I'd sooner die. So I just get my belongings and I walk out. <laughs> And I put my stuff in the car and then I had other places to go within like the plaza I was in. So I went to the other places and then I I sat in my car and I'm like, I really want that big pot, man. So I'm like, I'm going to go back in. There's a new lady at the register. Oh, yeah. So I looked for it on the shelf. It was not on the shelf. So I bought another pot in addition. (laughs) So I'm waiting in line. Right. And the lady is the woman working the register is now looking something else did not have a price tag on it. The store really has to get their shit together. Oh, they really do. Well, you know what? I'm pretty sure I can pinpoint which employee is not pricing things. (laughs) Same one that cashed you out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Just based on the transaction that we had. So the lady in front of me is getting something like she's looking for that. Right. And I'm like, I'm next and she's going to have to do it and she's going to do it and I can have that pot. I'm so excited. Well, in comes the kid. I can take <gasps> who's next. I'm like, motherfucker. Oh, oh my God. Now, <laughs> you look, now you look like the crazy bitch who's just who buying just another pot. To get another pot. This guy, <laughs> and if this guy was smoking pot, He's probably like, man, I'm really tripping. I swear to <laughs> God, I just saw this bitch. Now she back and with a pot again. Wait, what just happened? Why does she need so many pots? <laughs> <laughs> this is a great wait. What? Yeah. I was like, oh. So I left again <laughs> without the pot. I'm going back tomorrow during the day because I you know. You want to send me in like a recon mission? You like, no, he's clearly a high school student, so he will not be working during the day. Unless his last name is between M to Z. You know what? If I walk in and that son of a bitch is there, I'm going to like smash a window and then leave. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe he just came up. So I feel like you need to start channeling Kim Kardashian's 40. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, my God. And then so in like before in between stops at the same store, I went to I went to the dollar store. Okay, so I'm looking around to see if they had pots. I'm not kidding. (laughs) And I really if anyone needs a birthday idea for Anna. She really, I'm actually just going to buy you pot is what I'm going to buy you. You maybe should. So I'm at the dollar store and there's a friggin' long ass line for the dollar store, right? And I walk in, I'm like, holy shit. Now I'm the type of person where like, I don't have an internal dialogue. I just say it out loud. Yeah. So this girl calls this guy over the PA system, right? And like, even I know she's calling him for help. This I mean, all I can say is like (laughs) this fucking doofus is coming through the aisle and he's an employee and he walks up and I hear him say, what's up? (laughs) And out loud to myself, he was far enough away. He didn't hear me. I go, are you fucking kidding me? And he goes, oh, you need some help? I'm like, yeah, she fucking needs your help. Are you kidding me? (laughs) There was another customer like in the next aisle. Who heard you? Totally. Heard me. I'm like, why else would she call you, asshole? There's there's a fucking line of people up there. Yeah, she needs your help, dummy. Oh God, I was so I should not have been around people today, clearly. 
<laughs> that that ginger really threw me off. I'm not gonna lie. He was also a ginger. Uh, oh, <laughs> no cat. hate on the ginger. No, no, I'm not hating on the ginger. I'm sorry. No, I'm not hating on the ginger. We're buying you pot. That's all. <laughs> we're just we're that's the conclusion I'm of so the mad story. I want it. You know what? When I go back and I get that pot, I'm gonna post it on you, our social you, media. You should. Oh, it's so pretty. It's so pretty. I'm gonna show you my other one too that I bought. The one I didn't want and bought. Think about it. There must be a higher love down in the heart or hidden in the stars above. Without it, life is a wasted time. Look inside your heart and I'll look inside mine. Things look so bad everywhere. In this whole world, what is bad? We walk the line and try to see. Falling behind to what could be. Speaking of lawsuits, we're going to have about 20 of them when this episode ever. <laughs> Should we ever become famous? We're going to have a lot of infringement lawsuits. <laughs> and we'll then show them our podcast earnings and say, it's all yours, bitch. Yeah. All $100. <laughs> all yours. Speaking of higher love. So yeah. we're going to go into dating. Yes. And I'm going to kick it off with a little quote I found. Oh, yes. That I thought was appropriate. It's super funny. Dating is just wondering why someone is single, then figuring it out. <laughs> so little Miss Anna mm -hmm. has come out of her hibernation. I mean, let's not put so much pressure on me. <laughs> oh, we're putting all the pressure <laughs> on you. <laughs> and has went on an app that I told her about mm, like seven months ago. Right. And maybe has actually found someone that she can tolerate um well i mean well that's how i was gonna start it because i want i didn't want to hype it right but you can take the narrative from you here. still kind of hyped it i have <laughs> i have a date next week we'll see how it goes guys but <laughs> let's not get let's not get crazy but it's super interesting like dating in quarantine i'm like how's this gonna work how's this gonna go online dating plus in quarantine yeah exactly. both sound terrible separately and then combined <laughs> sound horrific so keep going i will say though that the good news is he uses complete sentences that's a plus punctuation that's more than i can do <laughs> and proper grammar this is why we will never date <laughs> <laughs> which is great. He seems like a cool guy. I'm excited to, you know, it's hard to tell over text messaging, obviously, when that's it. So we're actually going to um, like Zoom or FaceTime, which is which, good, which is a new quarantine dating, by the way. Yeah. Um, but I think even if, with regular dating, if it's it was totally, online. I listened to a yeah. podcast. I'm not even kidding you in like February about doing that as your first date instead. Yeah. Because it really, I mean breaks the ice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, you kind of get to know a person and it's not just like talking on the phone or <clears throat> excuse me. Um just texting like, you know, cuz sometimes you can not sense the tone on texting. And as a very sarcastic person, 
oftentimes people do not sense my tone. And you also need to hear their voice. Yes. Make sure it's not like a Muppet voice. Oh, yeah. Because no, there's no. I mean, I sound like a dude sometimes. I totally get that. But if he's got a Muppet voice, like we're going to have a real problem. It's like David Beckham. He's super hot, right? Muppet voice. He's got a total. He's like, hi, I'm David Beckham. (laughs) Yes, Polish, do you want to go? I'm going to get a fucking <laughs> clip of him talking right now. I'm dying oh my right God. now, but he married Posh Spice. Yeah. And it's well, David it's Beckham. funny because she has a um, a bit of a lower voice, I think. <laughs> She's a baritone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, hold on. Oh, geez. Wait, she's okay. got a clip. Uh, really, YouTube? If you fucking it's do an, an ad, ad, you son of a bitch. It's an ad. Hold on. Got to wait for the <laughs> ad about months. Okay. You are. He looms very large. I don't know who this guy is, but it's not David Beckham. Hold on. You say in the book that he was. Oh, for Christ's sake. Another lawsuit happening, by the way. Yeah, Yeah, you know, my mum and dad have always been there since I was seven or eight um, when I first started playing Sunday League football. Um, They've been every game. I can't right now. David Beckham has a Muppet voice. Oh my God, I'm sweating. I'm sweating right now. He sounds like Professor. Um, Melon, wait, what's his name, Professor? <laughs> what's his name? Honeydew. Professor Honeydew. Who is that? Professor Honeydew from the Muppets. Oh. <laughs> I mean, and it's, it is, um. Better than like Beaker? No, I Beaker, guess that would be, Be-Beaker that would be terrible. was his, his partner. Oh. He sounded like wait. Professor Honeydew. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bunsen Honeydew. <laughs> Doctor, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Doctor Honeydew. <laughs> oh my god, I can't. <laughs> oh, we maybe should have discussed this off air, but I'm so glad you guys got to witness all of this. Anyway, so side note, Muppet voice, really deal breaker. Done, done. Deal breaker. Oh my god. <laughs> Which doesn't help because I'm like 90% sure that I have a voice like Miss Piggy. Oh, I don't think so. Oh. Hers is way more high pitched. Oh, good. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> you're good. Oh, my God. So, anyway, <laughs> I can't even. So, anyways, it. online dating. <laughs> yes. So, okay, this is what I think. Um, I can't. I'm going to be honest, you guys. I'm not even old. Um, so, when you were dating somebody before, like when I was dating in my 20s, if you met somebody, you couldn't really Google them because nobody had a web presence. Sure. Right? Sure. So you meet somebody now. And as a woman, the first thing I do is Google them. Yeah. And number one, I Google them because I need to make sure there's not some sort of like criminal record. going <clears throat> on. Yes. So there's that part of it. But then I feel like you Google somebody. And then you see all these things about them, right? So it's om- and if they don't have a private social media account, which shame on you, it should be private all the time. Um, but if they don't, it's almost like you think you know them. So there's like this um, familiarity with them 
but you don't actually know them because they haven't told you these things about them. Well, it's got to be hard because, like, you talk to someone, and then part of, like, the fun of getting to know them is the mystery of getting to know them. Yeah. And hearing whatever experiences or career, whatever it is, through their words. Uh Uh-huh. So it's got to be hard when all of a sudden someone Googles you or is your friend on Instagram or Mm -hmm. Facebook. Right. And then all of a sudden, like, boom, there's your track record. Yeah. They now know where you eat. They know who your friends are. They know where you vacation. They know, like, what you do. And it's, like, without you telling them. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, granted, on one hand, it's like, well, then they get to actually see who at least your social media presence is. And they can kind of go from there, whether that's going to be, like, a deal breaker or whether that's a positive thing. Right. And kind of make their own assessments from there, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Right. But then I think it is hard because then you lose that mystery. You're either going to all of a sudden feel more connected to a person without actually having a conversation. So then you're going to dive into that next conversation with that Mm -hmm. person thinking you're like so much more connected because you just realized how much you have in common or whatever. And if that person either didn't do that to you or dived into yours and didn't yeah. feel the same way. Yeah. All of a sudden one person's going to seem, I feel like more intense than yeah. the other. Right. I feel like that's, you know, or maybe it's, it's both of you guys together and it's electric and I mean, have, have fun. Um, I but, automatically started singing the electric slide. In my head. <laughs> I mean, good for you. <laughs> um, but I just think that's, I think that's really hard because it puts a lot of pressure. Like, Yes. Even before the first date. Right. And that's the thing. Like, that's like everything. This is all before you even met the person. Right. And especially in quarantine, you kind of got to wait a little bit before you meet somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, I do love the idea of Zooming or something like FaceTiming before, like as the first date. Sure. I do think, though, there is something to be said about like meeting somebody in person. Yes. Like, I think that's obviously very important. Like, once you get, like, a feel for... Well, I think everybody can attest to the fact that you can have a really great conversation. You can have all these things. And, I mean, everyone knows the stories or reality shows that Mm. they then meet. And, like, the sparks aren't there because there has to be physical attraction. Physical attraction isn't everything, but it's it's a pretty important piece to the puzzle. Yeah. And I don't even think it's just physical. I think it's like an energetic thing. Sure. Absolutely. The woo-woo side of me <clears throat> thinks that. But I agree with that. <clears throat> there has to be a chemistry. There has to be a spark. Yeah. There has to be butterflies. Yeah. There has to be something that you look at them and your stomach turns and you just like, it has to be there. Because if it's not, then the foundation of what you have, like, I don't know. Yeah. And sometimes totally you don't agree. have it right away. Sometimes that's something that develops yeah. as you get to know someone too. 100%. And, and that's, I totally get that. But, and it's like, as you get to know them. Right. Because, but it's really hard can't. because it's like, oh, I met you. Let me go on your Instagram. Boom, boom, boom. And it's yeah. like, you just get hit with like everything they are and their sports and their hobbies and their friends and their mutual friends and blah, blah, blah. And it's all of a sudden becomes like really a lot. Yeah. <laughs> really and, quick. I mean, he he might actually listen to this podcast and be like, nope. Because he definitely knows you have one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oops. That happened I like real to, quick. I like to ease into that <laughs> part of it. Well, I can whatever. actually, I, I'd like to share this, although I, I don't know if I'm allowed to share this. We had we already talked about what we could and could not share on this podcast. <laughs> we did. Yeah, there's a lot. We had to talk about that. But one of the things that was- While we try to be authentic, we respect the fact that there are other people in our lives that- cannot always be you know that they have not given us the permission to talk exactly but um, our kids don't count yeah well 
they probably are going to listen and then just be mortified even more. We are the legal guardians to sign off on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was funny because like, you know, Anna was like, we always talk about like if she starts dating, I'm like, well, just don't tell them about the podcast. Yeah. Like, that's fine. And then like pretty quickly, like after they became social media friends, he like then discovered she had a podcast and mm. Anna sent me. We still haven't discussed. We haven't. They haven't <clears throat> discussed it, but he knows there is one because. We definitely know he knows there's a podcast and <laughs> because he liked it. Because so now we know. <laughs> so then she's like, he knows about the podcast. <laughs> and then she's like, like, dang it. And then she showed me a meme of this guy walking out of a room with his head down. <laughs> I mean, this could be a good thing. I said it all depends on what episode he listens to first. Yes, exactly. It does. Like, it, it, it totally like. Should I ever find myself in a position where I'm dating again? I'm really not going to promote the dolphin episode. I'm not going to promote <laughs> any of episode one or season, season one. Season yeah. One. And we were talking about she's like, hopefully he starts with an astrology episode. Yes. I said, yes. hopefully he doesn't start with last week because we went on <laughs> about the hot guy that you zoomed with. <laughs> and you described him to a T and it may not fit the description of the person you're currently talking to so right yeah right that's yeah. all yeah yeah um anyway also, we didn't have a zoom meeting last week so. anywho in all <laughs> fairness it was before i had met him it's not my fault uh yeah so it's interesting to have that plus we're in quarantine so we have um a date scheduled and um it's outside and it is like i'm gonna wear my mask right because that's how you do oh but like that's hard too. He already knows what I look like. Okay. Oh, that's right. You're FaceTiming. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, what if like all of a sudden they took off their mask and they had like Dracula teeth? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, that's that could be a deal breaker. <laughs> I've seen some people that I know who they, with a mask on, they're A plus <laughs> without the mask. Isn't like, it weird that I did that once when there was like an attractive man in a store? No, seriously. And yeah. When we were in the parking lot, I was getting into my car and I'm like, just to let you know, this is what like you kind of want to show them. You want to be like, no, I'm 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 really hot. Like, yeah. look, at, look, this is me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just want to take the mask down. Be like, no, I'm hot. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. I got I'm hiding nothing. And hiding also nothing. when you don't want to be seen and you have a mask and a hat and sunglasses oh, on. So great. People don't even know I'm Asian. No. It's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, like yeah. I, can, I could just. I am so incognito. Oh, that is facial hilarious. camouflage. Yeah, <laughs> nobody would know. Nobody knows nothing about nothing. <laughs> so I, we had posted on social media, and I reached out to some friends to um talk about quarantine dating. I didn't have anyone kind of respond to me except financial Nick. Well, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Nick. He's the only person that responded. <laughs> Oh, Nick, you're the we're going to meet Nick for drinks sometime soon. And yes. Take a picture so you can all see how amazing he and wonderful he is. That's um, all. So um, I had text our former bachelor. Well, no, he is still a bachelor, but he was like our former guest bachelor. That's what I want to say. Thor. Yes. You texted Thor. I did. And I this said, also should have been something we discussed before. That. Oh, I'm sorry. OK, it's I'm just going to read the conversation. <laughs> number one, because he wouldn't care. Hopefully. And um, <laughs> so I said, hey, I need material for our podcast. Have you dated during quarantine? Do you Zoom? Wear masks? Stay outside? And he responded, I do all of that stuff except for date. 
Haven't even <laughs> attempted that, right? I was gold. It was gold. And I wrote, okay, so it's non-existent then. And he wrote, yeah, thanks for reminding me. <laughs> yes. So super Aww, funny. We yes. love you, Thor. We do. Um, so then I have another friend who said, um, there are two, so they're younger because clearly they're the ones who know this stuff. <laughs> Hold on. Where the hell is it? Um, so one thing was, um, I'm not even gonna talk about that. Um, one guy, she met him in person because he had been quarantining. Okay. But he had been quarantining because he actually doesn't have any friends. <laughs> so, what? This just said, seems sad. No, this took a sad like, turn. Yeah. And she said, <laughs> his, I'm sorry, I'm like breathing heavily, but it's so funny. His best friend was his dog. Oh. Um, And she literally told him several times that was messed up and he was sincere about it. Um, so he's obviously a serial killer. Um, but also, <laughs> also is if that didn't say he was a serial killer. He told her he takes drives to parks to listen to silence. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's real deep out there, man. <laughs> real deep. You're painting a bright light <clears throat> on dating. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Uh <laughs> so, and now, I mean, I don't know if anybody reads the news, but our rates are like, you yeah yeah well, getting way up there so gonna we're all gonna a, get i'm gonna anyway. take a drink based yeah, on the same same yeah Sorry, that was an abrupt stop. <laughs> so this is Faith. I want people to know this is Faith. I'm mm -hmm. starting this segment. And I have a little PSA I want to put out there. So obviously, this is our dedication. This is our 45th episode, guys. And we said this is the 45th episode dedicated to the 46th. I love that. And I got chills again. <laughs> I wanted to just say something um, about my own personal beliefs. This is very hard for me. And for people who are really courageous and put their views out there, I have nothing but serious respect for you. Um, 
me and I just I just want to say it from my side and I want to just take this moment to say this because this is why we have a podcast is Mm -hmm. it's it's a platform for me to talk about the things that I love and the things that I'm passionate about because I can't do that behind a chair and just as evidential proof a lot of peers and people that I look up to in my industry in the hair world in the beauty industry posted posts about the election um you know most of them obviously happy that biden and harris won and you know i started looking at the comments because i kind of wanted to see you know i see these trailblazers in my industry that are putting out what they believe and i i have to say like 75 percent of their comments were negative just nasty Ugh. coming at them and i texted <clears throat> anna and i said i want to post things but i'm so scared of that and i know i shouldn't be scared and 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 if you want to fault me for it you can um but what i want to say is this if you are someone that in your life you have the courage to just say exactly what you believe and you don't care who follows you or who's friends with you or who approves of you or respects you because of it then that is an incredibly courageous thing and my hat is off to you i'm not there yet to be very honest with you But what I will say is if you're also someone that your family, including immediate family and you and your friends, mainly your best friends, all have the same view as you, you are also very fortunate because I'm also not in that position. Mm -hmm. I'm not in a position where my immediate family and my best friends feel the same way politically as me. And if you know me, I I truly am a kind, respectful person, and I would never want to put myself out there in a way that would cause conflict or cause issues. But I understand that by not taking a side is also taking a side. That's something that I've learned in all of this with Black Lives Matter, with everything. And it's something that I'm growing and I'm learning and I've taken a huge cue from the black community on how to deal with these type of issues. And I've talked to a lot of friends of mine who are people of color and they've kind of given me their advice on how to handle things. Mm -hmm. And I want people to know that this is a growing thing for me and I'm working on it to become more brave about how I feel. Mm -hmm. But if I'm not there yet, like being more centered on certain topics, I just don't want, I feel like it's almost like people hate you more. If you're not an extreme right or if you're not an extreme left, people hate you more. And and that's not what I want at all in my life. I hope if anyone knows me, if you come in and you're one way or the other, I love and respect you no matter what. And and all I'm asking is that I always have that in return because I, I it's a learning process. It's a growing process. I right. mean, I was grow I grew up in the time where you never talked about politics or money or religion or anything. Mm-hmm. So, it's very uncomfortable. It's very nerve-wracking. It's incredibly hard for me to talk about this, but I know that there's never going to be growth unless I go outside of my comfort zone. Right. And that's what we have this podcast for. And I just want to say that any of my friends who voted for the Republican side of things, I would never have any intention of being divisional or disrespectful to anybody on that side of things either. My hope in in my hope and as as naive as it is, mm-hmm. is that truly my friendships, my relationships, anything that I was ever made of was never molded off the foundation of someone's political party. Mm -hmm. It never will be. I've never voted 
based on political party. I voted based based on the person. Mm-hmm. That being said, I am happy to have a president elect that I can have my kids listen to his speeches. Mm-hmm. I am a Asian woman that's a hairdresser married to a teacher that's a big feminist. It doesn't take a genius to figure out which party I may belong to. Right. But if that if if instating that is going to cause division, that breaks my heart because I'm someone that's incredibly inclusive and I can see all sides of every argument. And I hope with serious respect that hearing my views, that you can give me that same respect and respect in return. And I'm always open for any true conversation, like true mature conversation. I'm okay. I've had many conversations with a lot of my friends who are more conservative or more Republican. And I am very centered when it comes to any social and moral issue. I'm 100% Democrat, but when it comes to a lot of financial and economical issues, I 100% veer more Republican on that. And I think a lot of people between the dem- age demographic of like 30 to 45 fall more centered because we've seen a lot of different sides of things. I think the younger groups are way more progressive and braver about it. And I give them a lot of credit. Yes. And I think older generations are more conservative. And for whatever reason, I fall right in the middle of that. Um, but I will say that I am 100% happy to see a madam vice president. Mm-hmm. That makes my heart very happy. And I don't care at this point. Like, I care. But what I'm trying to say is I just want to see everyone come together. That's my big thing. And it's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take a lot of healing. There are going to be people who never accept these election results. Mm -hmm. There's going to be people in my life who may not talk to me just based off of that. And I really hope that doesn't happen. But I have respect for everybody as a person and I hope you judge me more on who I am as a person Mm -hmm. versus who I am politically. That's just, I wanted to open it with that before we got into anything. Mm -hmm. Anna and I had a discussion about it. I was very nervous to talk about this, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but that all being said, I'm super excited. (laughs) I'm happy and ready for this new nation. Right. And I just want to touch on something that you said too. It it felt like this election, it was not Republican versus Democrat. I don't know why I said that weird. It was not it was not a political party. It was specific to the person. True. It 100%. True. Yeah. And I do not believe that Joe Biden is going to heal this entire country. Cuz he can't. He won't. Exactly. Right. He's Absolutely. only got 4 years. Right. And he kind of old, so he's probably not going to go for two (laughs) terms. But I want to say that I do believe that he and Kamala are going to be able to get us like to that middle zone where we are not. So, yes. And I just so I totally agree with you. Like, I do not base my friendships or my relationships on political opinions what I do think that people need to understand. So I've really kind of taken this as an opportunity for education. Sure. So number one, I am not fully educated on everything, but I read and I am really trying to be more educated, especially when we talk about Black Lives Matter, especially when we talk about systemic racism, especially when we talk about 
how so many people, um, whether they're people of color or they're black or like they are marginalized and it is a clear divide in this country. And the sad part is I thought that this election, and I feel like a lot of people thought this, I feel like we came out we're not even out of the black lives matter because it still is such a thing. Half of our country did not see that as a problem. And that is what is so devastating right now. That's why, like, it's not going to take four years to get out of something that is hundreds and hundreds. It's going to be generations. Yeah. It's going to take generations to heal what has happened to our nation. And there's a lot of different, I mean, there's so many different aspects to it, too. And having, I think, social media has just blown open. Oh, yeah. It's like if you had a wound, social media, like, opened it up and sprinkled salt Oh, in my it. God. No, they, like, poured <laughs> fucking lemon juice on it. They don't give a shit about your feelings It right was kind of crazy. And I think that's why it's a little scary to talk politically for yeah. me. Um, But I do feel brave. Because yeah. I have Anna. Oh, I love and you. because that's what this platform is for. And, um, you know, it's never to not include someone or make anyone feel left out. But it's definitely to say how we feel about things. And that's the whole point of this podcast is that we allow we create a space for ourselves to be authentic. And we then create a space for other people to be authentic, too. And I think that, I mean, I can't tell you how many times we have released a podcast and the two of us were like shitting our pants because we're like, should we have done that? Should we have released that? I'm and probably going to second guess this conversation like 20 times 100%. and then be like, maybe yeah. we shouldn't release it. Maybe. I mean, maybe. No, take it back. Take it back. Can we edit? And we don't know how to edit. But <laughs> Exactly. Um, but I have to say that every time we do that, we get such amazing feedback from our listeners. Well, let's not jinx it. And then well, I know <laughs> until this one. I mean, Anna, we pretty much <laughs> took the most controversial topic right now. I don't know why you'd say that. You know what, though? Like, it's our job. It is our job because we have a platform. Yes. We need to use it for what we believe in. Yeah. So you can 100 percent if you're like, fuck those bitches and you turn it off. That's okay too, man. You don't have to listen to any part of this, but we have every right. I mean, start your own podcast too. Whatever. We can show you how. So yeah, but I think, and I think you bring up a good point is I just think like nobody wants to be marginalized into a category based off of anything. And I think that's my fear, Mm -hmm. right? I'm not super left. I'm not super right. So basically I'm Kyle Richards and everyone fucking hates me. Like that's how I feel. Right. It's honest to God, the truth. I feel like I'm never going to win either way because I educate myself, but I'm not as educated as anybody else because everybody reads everything about it. So I'll never win an argument. But you know what, guys? I'm not trying to win. I'm trying to survive and I'm trying to be around good people. Yeah. And I know and I, I know nobody wants to hear this, but this is the truth. I know a ton of Republican people who voted for Trump the first time who did not vote for him this time. Exactly. And I know so many people who are Democrats, but they're police officers. Mm -hmm. And I know so many people who are this and this and this and this and this and this. Because why? Because we are a melting pot and nobody should ever be marginalized based off of one thing of who they are. Right. I am Asian. I do not cook kimchi. I am not good at math and I do not do nails. 
But if you want to classify me under one thing based off of one thing of me, you're wrong. Anna is Italian. Okay, and there's a lot of things she does Italian, but she doesn't do everything Italian. We've I'm not in the mob. I mean, I wish you were. I same. But like, you this know, house would be way bigger and we'd have our own studio. <laughs> we are not all going to be based off of one aspect of who we are. You can't possibly judge someone on everything. Right. What I want is good people. Yeah. And good people come in all forms, all shapes, all sizes, all colors, all jobs, mm -hmm. all occupations, and all political parties. And that is how I sincerely believe. And I know I'm naive and I know I'm idealistic. And but let me live in that fucking world because I know of plenty of terrible people and it has nothing to do with their political party. They're just terrible fucking people. Right. And I know plenty of good people and it has nothing to do with their political party. They're just good people. And right. that is what I want to keep close to me. And I believe I sincerely believe from my toes to my fingertips that there are good people in this world. I feel like we are on a good path. Yes. It was amazing to see a woman up there. It is amazing to she see. She is black oh, and she is Indian. We're going to get into her because she's a whole nother topic. I can't. I just can't. And, and, and although there were things about this election that may have been disheartening, there were so many things about this election that absolutely renewed my faith in humans again. And one of the big ones was seeing certain states flip. I thought that was right. incredible. I thought Stacey that Abrams. I'm oh looking my at God. you. Although I'm pretty sure you're not a listener. Uh, Sarah McBride, first transgendered wom woman in the Senate. Mm -hmm. I mean, I cried when I heard about that. Yes. When you saw um, the first black man, gay, openly gay black man in the House of Representatives, like that's progress. And I will take those small victories because I want people to win. I want mm -hmm. people to come together. I want people to be united. And the Congresswomen's squad. The which squad. I swab. The squad. Yes. We got a squad, Ilmat man. Omar, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ayanna Presley, Rashida Tlaib. Oh, <laughs> it's amazing. All of it is amazing. All of it is amazing. I, I totally, totally can't even handle that we have a squad right now. It's amazing. Just the whole, like the whole feeling around it for me, I want to say one thing I, cause social media shows you real quick, what other people feel all of the time in real time, all of the time. <laughs> and I respect that people have different opinions from me. I totally do. Um, I did unfriend shockingly only one person. Oh, that's shocking. I know. I right? muted like 40. Oh, <laughs> I won't tell you how many I muted, but I did. I just completely unfriended. And it was because he had posted something so rude and disrespectful. And I was like, dude, fuck you. Yeah. And I just unfriended him. I'm like, you know what? Number one, when people are that aggressive about something, you cannot argue with no them. matter what their side is. It doesn't matter. Just, it's not OK to be aggressive and nasty. It's to like arguing with a child. It is. It's literally like arguing like this is a purple sheet of paper. No, it's pink. No, it's clearly purple. No, it's pink. Like, stop it. <laughs> Stop it. You're just saying things because you want to disagree with me. Like, absolutely. Thing, like some people were honestly posting shit because they not because they wanted to like talk about their views, but because they wanted to instigate something. And there were a lot of instigators. Yeah. And you know what? I don't fucking have time for that shit. 
I wrote a post on Facebook that literally said, let's be kind. And I had three very terrible, nasty comments under it. (laughs) I don't know what part of let's be kind triggered people. No. Well, it did. So I can tell you this, too, that I have seen a lot of, you know, your neighbors are still your neighbors. Your friends are still your friends, like all of that stuff. But it does feel like, and then I've seen a lot of posts that are like, do not post that shit because yeah. when you were talking about, like, if you are a black person in the United States and you have even like a white friend right. who voted for Trump, how do you ever forgive that? Like, it's, there's so much behind it. There, It's so much more than political parties. Right. It's so much more than that. Yeah. It's diehard core beliefs and core like systems in your body. Like, I don't understand. And I've seen so many posts where, oh, at least we know where all the racists are, like based on the maps on CNN. And I mean, we really do. It's crazy. It's so crazy. Also, I want to point out, I have never known so much about the Electoral College. (laughs) And that is because I have had to explain it to my son. Uh, shout out to Steve Kranacki, <laughs> who I'm pretty sure is going to be the most laid man in America. I don't even know if he's married, but if who? he's not, I don't even know the map that is. guy on which channel MSNBC. Oh, I was watching CNN. <gasps> Girl, you put Chris Cuomo on a station. I'm going to watch that one. Thank you. Uh, I watch Rachel Maddow. And mm. I watch MSNBC I do love her. and I watch Brian Williams. Although Brian Williams seemed like he was stoned the whole time. I'm not going to lie. What's going on with Brian? Williams? I don't know. He was like, um, remember, like, a um, few yeah, years that ago? was like, um, yeah, like that was the state. I'm like, Brian, get it together, Brian. Do you remember a few years? Oh, ago I re- very much remember. Fall yeah, because he lied because yeah. he lied. <laughs> but then, you know what happened? Matt Lauer actually like sexually assaulted oh. people. <laughs> and then Brian Williams was like, oh, you know what I did? Wasn't that bad anymore. <laughs> He didn't do anything to offend the Me Too I'm movement. Doing all right. So Brian Williams is back in action. I'm feeling pretty good. MSNBC. <laughs> um, Steve Kornacki is literally everyone's hero. Chrissy Teigen did a full collage to him. I montage. love her so much. Uh, oh my yeah, god, he's amazing. But so that all being put aside, and now you know mm-hmm. where we're standing because I think if you didn't, you already shut us off. Yeah. Uh, and we're I'm ready for the two stars. Bring it on, because I do not care. Hate us for what we love. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Listen, coming from a white girl who is privileged her entire life, like I, an Asian girl who's also pretty goddamn privileged, like we are doing the work on ourselves. We cannot do work for you guys, but I highly recommend you start doing it if you haven't already. Yep. That's right. <laughs> Wait, while we're on our break, oh, <laughs> and so scrolling funny. through social media, and she's like, Ugh, I'm so over these fluff posts. Like, these people who are writing these fluffy, nice posts about elections. And I go, 
that was me and I'm very <laughs> triggered by what you just said. And that was the post I put on Facebook that people yelled at me for. Yeah. Yeah, I'm that yeah. girl. I'm Kyle Richards. I'm telling you, I'm Kyle Richards in this election. I'm it's trying so to be like, this is how I feel, but I love and respect both sides. And because of that, everyone's like, fuck you. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, so, anyways. So I follow Marie Beecham on Instagram. Um, it's at Marie Beach. It's B-E-E-C-H. She's an advocate for social justice. She's an anti-racism educator, anti-racism educator. Sorry. Um, and one of the things that she posted that I felt real hard was, I'm so relieved. Let's celebrate this win for marginalized communities. This win for the first black female VP, this win for democracy. And then it's time to reorganize holding Biden and Harris accountable. This win was never the finish line. It is the starting point. And that is pretty goddamn amazing. Well, because it's true. Like, mm -hmm. okay, thank God we, I mean, my personal opinion, thank God we got them in office. Now, now we have to keep them accountable. Our personal opinion. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's our podcast, so we're not going to fucking post someone else's opinion. Whatever. But I mean, it's the truth, though. Like, OK, you're in office now. Once you're in office it on just January starts. 20th, that's when the, the world's work looking at you. Yeah. Yeah. That's when the work starts. And the Absolutely. work doesn't just start with them. It starts with all of us. Yes. All of us. Absolutely. To change this. Because we're not going to have that dude to blame shit on anymore. And honestly, like, let's be better than how people want us to be. Like, fuck off everybody. Like, we are the United <laughs> States of America. We should be united. Like, seriously, though. Yeah. Yeah. And like, if it's like, we need to be accountable for our own actions, too. Mm -hmm. And a lot of actions of a lot of people were very much enabled by people who were in a higher power that didn't actually say those actions weren't okay right so it was like if you did you guys have the friend that when you were growing up their parents <laughs> didn't give a shit what you did so you went over their house all the time to do bad shit because you knew they didn't care <laughs> that's what we've had for the last four years but guess what mom and dad are back in town and you got to be accountable so it starts <laughs> with us too we have to be accountable 100%. It's like all of a sudden somebody made it okay to be like. And you're totally right. Naked in yes, school. And yeah. then everybody's like, who's like, yeah, this is right. I'm going to be naked in school. I feel like I took a hard left. Yeah, you <laughs> took a. I, I has, couldn't think of it. You haven't had sex in a while. <laughs> naked, nakedness is Sorry. the first thing that comes to you. It's Thank okay. you for <laughs> announcing that again, by the way. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> we're going to have problems. David Beckham. <laughs> We're going to fight after this episode. David, you can sleep with her. Just don't open your mouth. Beckham. Bye. <laughs> oh, don't, don't mind me. Hi, Porsche. Where are our children? Romeo and... What's the youngest one? Brooklyn? Yes. <laughs> Violet? No, but it's just, it's just like, I don't know. you know, the parents came back and we are accountable it starts with us guys get your shits together it really does like we can be better than what people expect of us we can be better and i am gonna go back to michelle obama's quote Ugh. i love her 
when they go low, we go high. Yeah. Right? And if not, I'm going to buy Anna some pot so she can actually I say, go high. high. I think I actually said it wrong. Smoke pot. I'm just ready. I don't want to lose a job over this, okay? I'm not going to smoke pot. I can smoke pot and not lose my job. You can so. do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. I'm okay. <laughs> we took a, a real hard turn here. Everyone can tell we've drank in a whole bottle yeah. of Prosecco at this point. Oh, no. yeah. 100%. <laughs> but guys, we are here. It feels good. It felt like a good day to wake up on. Oh, man. Her speech was amazing. Like, yeah, yeah, Joe Biden. Real excited about you. Show me more Kamala. Yeah, exactly. Her speech was amazing. And I want to give a major shout out to Julia Louise Dreyfus, who I love the show Veep. If you've never watched it on HBO, I highly recommend it. And of all the tweets, actually, look at, I can actually show this. I can back this up because... I really couldn't even believe it. I took a screenshot of this a couple days ago. By the way, I have about 20 screenshots and none of them I felt comfortable posting because I was so scared of ostracizing people. Send them to me. Yeah, I I literally. um, But the one that hit me, other than Mindy Kaling, who's really her post really hit me. She she posted with her daughter and she said, crying and holding my daughter. Look, baby, she looks like us. Ugh. So amazing. I don't care what side you voted for. If that didn't make you cry, then you're right. You're, you're Adolf Hitler. I don't know. That really, <laughs> that really, that really got to me. I don't know. I was like, oh my God, it doesn't. Okay. Anyways, Julia Louise Dreyfus, who played vice president on Veep on HBO for many years. Madam Vice President is no longer a fictional character. Ah, oh, that is so amazing. That's what I want to end it on for me. Yeah. It's everything that is right with the world because on the hundredth anniversary of women being able to vote, a woman gets elected into the white house. And I think with that, I think we're done with our podcast, but we did have a song that we wanted to end it on. That was Anna's request. Well, first I want to play one song. And then you're going to play that song. Okay, we're going to play two songs. I know you guys are just bopping out to our songs the whole time. You really are, because we are too. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you for supporting us. We love you. If you don't support us, we still love you. Or at least I do, because I can't not love anybody. (laughs) I'm still on the fence. Kyle Richards over here. (laughs) Love you guys. Thank you. I'm totally the Erica Jane. You. (laughs) Bye. This is dedicated to the 45th.